Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 353 for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You having the best week ever? Hmm? Are you? Are you? What is this podcast you may have just stumbled across for the first time? It is me, comedian, brand ambassador, earthling, Josh Williams, telling what's going on with me uh, personally, professionally, and everything in between. And this week, guys, I'm going to give you just a final little recap on those uh, CF mornings that I was doing. I, I don't feel like I, I gave them proper respect as to what I was doing, but I'm going to tell you guys about that. I'm going to tell you about a new activation I did this last weekend for Winterlude. I'm working on a show that I'm still booking. I'm getting some headway on, but I got to finish. I got to find the last piece of the puzzle for that one. I've got some new promo stuff for you guys. I even did a show at Absolute Comedy to, uh, to entertain some people. And then I did some other things personally, and I'll tell you guys about those too. So why don't we just get into it? All right. I've also got the top five in the quote of the week. This is the first week that I've 86, the, what well, wasn't the, 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 not the quote of the word of the week. I was like, Hey, there's these, there's all these big words. I don't know, but it turns out, I can't say that there's not a lot of big words. I don't know. However, trying to come up with big words needlessly, you know what I mean? Like a word a day calendar is great because you can just flip it and go, Oh, here's a new word. And a lot of times I've actually seen a lot of them where I'm like, Oh, I know these words. And they're not always big words either, but there's words that I've, I, I hear from time to time. I'm like, I don't know what that is. So if I feel like peppering one in here and there, cool. But the idea of having to find a word every week that I've like heard and heard people use and genuinely still don't know, or at least have a firm grasp of what it means. I feel like there's no point in just, just trying to find one needlessly, because again, the more segments I have, the more stuff I have to prepare in order to do the podcast. I actually have been preparing the podcast last hour and a half, get the top five list ready thinking of a quote of the week that I wanted to use. So I'm just happy to have a few different things that'll pad the runtime in the event that my week is uneventful enough that I don't have much to talk to you guys about. But as of late, that hasn't really happened. So I'm kind of good to just, you know, let you know what's up, you know, Hey onesies, this is what's going on right now. I'm good to do that with you. So let's just get into it. What do I want to talk about first, the professional stuff? Sure. Let's do that. Uh, let's recap these mornings at, at Cadillac Fairview. So I talked to you guys about those before. Those were an activation that I was doing where it's like, yeah, they know it's a quiet mall from, from let's say seven to, to 10 AM before the stores open, you know, people are on their way to work. They're stopping at Tim Hortons, grabbing a coffee, Starbucks, whoever's open, getting some coffee and, uh, and the mall's just quiet. It's a lot of, a lot of hallways. It's almost like walking through a, you know, a subway 
to an extent. I haven't been to a lot of them, but I've been to the one in Toronto, the one in New York, the one in Montreal. And it's just, there's like kind of like a, a just a quiet walking down hallways vibe. And what their initiative was is they're like, Hey, we want to liven people's mornings up. So they hired a DJ, they hired a couple brand and brand ambassadors, myself included, of course. And it's just like, it was it, the original intention was to give away like, like balloon flowers and the pictures that they showed didn't look like the end product. The pictures they showed looked like about a one foot tall sort of balloon that had like a, you know, like flower petal balloon aspect at the top, but it was small and it looked more like those Mylar balloons. Like, you know, the ones that you fill up at the party stores, they're round. They'll be like, Hey, happy graduation or whatever on them, as opposed to like a rubber latex balloon. So I was like, okay, these things look interesting. They'll be like, you know, they're still goofy in my opinion, but I'm like, but we can try this. So instead what ended up being was like flowers that were like, you know, a party clowns balloons, the ones that use to make balloon animals. So they're long. So we were giving away, you know, and then they'd have all the, the a different colored top to them, but it was all twisted into, you know, just a bunch of, of balls on the top that looked like a flower. Again, it didn't look terrible. It was just like, it looked more like birthday clown for children flowers. So I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. Cause I can't imagine people being like, yeah, I want, I want that. But surprisingly, like more people were interested in it than I thought. That's not to say that everyone was, but the idea was, you know, here's this thing. And then there were supposed to be affirmation cards too. So you'd hand someone a card and it would have some form of a, a morning affirmation, like, Hey, you're great. Keep going. Or some, some shit, some affirmation of some kind. And but those never arrived. They, they apparently they had some issues with the printers and they just didn't arrive in time for the, uh, the activation of the event. And so really it was myself and another brand ambassador giving away balloons. We were out of balloons, like within the first hour, originally we were supposed to be there from like 8am till, um, till noon, just giving these things away. But it was, you know, we'd be done by like nine, you know, in fact, at one point we would stop giving up balloons at eight 30 to make sure that there were still some left when the photographers arrived at nine. So we realistically could have been out of everything in 40 minutes. We only had a hundred balloons. So, Oh, here's the yawning. If it is your first time tuning into the one man podcast, I yawn. And it doesn't matter whether I'm well rested or not. Doesn't matter if I've got a coffee in me or not. Doesn't matter. Something about me just talking makes me on. Doesn't happen on stage. But maybe it's because on stage I get the <laughs> the feedback from the crowd. I get the laughs and maybe that energizes me. Maybe I exhaust myself by talking, you know? And if there's no one there to recharge me, it just fades into fatigue. I don't know when you're listening to this and I hope I don't put you to sleep with it, but okay. So that was the, the goal of the thing was to make your mornings happy, you know, have everyone doing a, you know, doing their thing. The, the DJ was probably the most popular part because most people would come up and go, Oh, I love this. What's the occasion? We're like, Hey, we're just trying to make your mornings better. They're like, I love it. Keep going, keep doing it. And we're like, Hey, listen, we're happy to do it if you guys like it. So one of the, one of the things that I found interesting about it was that, you know, the, the, in the mornings, it, it pretty much seemed to be like the, oh, this is going to sound horrible, but, but it's true is that the, the DJ music kind of brought out the, the homeless, the downtrodden. Someone was like, not, not homeless, the unhomed. That was a conversation I had with Rich, which I was like, if you say stuff like that in the podcast that you want to do with me, I'm going to call you out right away. What's the difference between homeless and unhomed? It's the same fucking thing. Like, can we stop just changing words and adding no new context to them? So they, they would come out and it was almost like, I would joke that it's, it's like the walking dead when they're like, no, don't make noise. They'll come running. And it's like, it was exactly that. So most of the people early on in the mornings that would take in balloons would be like the unhomed 
And it's, it's sad because I don't, you know, I, I want everyone to win and I, I fuck, I had thoughts this week and I don't want to start the episode with this because there probably are some new people. I did a show at absolute, gave out some cards. So there might be people who are like, Hey, this guy seems really nice. <laughs> and then I start talking about my thoughts and yeah, sorry. There's been some, some dark things that have happened in some of the people I, I care about's lives this week. So my, I don't know if that's what's, what's brought my head there, but I always, I always try to think more beyond just the, the, the moment of what I'm doing, right. The, the action of what I'm doing. Let's stick with the Rito thing for now. I'll try not to get too, uh, too dark, but brings out the, the homeless they're inside. It's cold. It's winter. Of course they want to be inside the mall. They get some nice music playing. They get a nice, you know, balloon flower, something to brighten their day too. Of course. Now that's certainly not what Cadillac Fairview is, is after when they're like, Hey, we're gonna give up flyers and affirmation cards, play music. They're not like, let's bring all the homeless inside. And, you know, because they start to interact with the regular customers too. And then some of them get in other people's faces and won't leave them alone, including my, myself and, and my other staff members. And then the DJ or whatever, they'll just get right up in the face. Oh, Hey, man, man. They start wiggling the flower in your face, thinking that they're being funny. It's like, it's very, very childish juvenile humor, you know, hitting you with the, the balloon flower thinking that they're being playful and they probably, I mean, who knows what their intention is, but the idea is like, we're working. You gotta you take, you're welcome to have a flower too. We never prevented anyone from having one. Had some people coming up, you know, one woman comes up, she's like, your little amateur setup is great, but I'm MTV. And then she like walks away and gives me the finger. And I'm like, I didn't really even hear what you said. I'm, I'm sorry, you're MTV. And she just like goes away and like gives me the finger. I'm like, I, so this is like, at least again, these are people who are mentally ill and things like that, you know, but there seem to be a lot of people who are just, you know, some of them, some of them just angry, like confrontational. I'm, I'm not, I'm not educated in, in, you know, too, too much in, in mental illness or whatever. So I've, but I've always wondered, like, you know, people who are just, I totally get schizophrenia and I understand like mental illness. I understand autism, stuff like that, where it's like, you know, you get attacked by stimulus and stuff like that. Sometimes like I always get that, but I always, I never understood the one where like when I'm not doing something, someone will walk up to you and like, just get confrontational and aggressive. I I'd like to understand more about that just so that I could uh, deescalate in situations, but I don't know if there's anything to do. Sometimes just somebody's going to come and you know, yell in your face and then walk away. And I'm like, did you just need the attention in that moment? Like, I'd, I'd like to know the cause, you know, what's, what's making that person do that. Just to have a better understanding to be a more empathetic person. But I'm always like, why don't you just go up and yell at people? I'm like, of course your world's going to be chaotic if you make enemies everywhere you go. But I'm fairly certain that it's not a thought out strategy. That's why I say like, I'd, I'd like to understand the cause of it. So it's like, okay, when you go and yell at somebody, like, why are you doing that? But we'd have people come and yell us. It's, oh yeah, yeah, this sucks. This fucking music sucks. It's your fucking problem. It's too fucking loud. Like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we'd have a lot of those, but then we'd have some people who would just come and just like the, the homeless would just come and dance in front of the, the, the DJ booth. So they just stay and just dance. They're holding their rubber, you know, their, their balloon flower and just dance. And I was like, oh, that's good. I'm, I'm happy to see it again. Sadly, that sort of thing scares off the regular constituents, which again, like I said, the, the, the ones that the, the property management team is actually after the ones trying to, to get them to, you know, enjoy their visit a little bit more, what have you. It's, oh, what is this? Oh, I even put this in the wrong, the wrong folder. Sorry. I've got all my, I'm closing my word documents. So they're not distracting me and noticing that I've got things put in the wrong section. I'm really good at what I do, which is not much. So it's, it's sad to see those, those things where you're like, oh, I don't want you to have to 
to leave or whatever, but at the same time, I don't know. It's, it sucks. It sucks that, you know, I've said before, I, I think it sucks that, that, that we don't have more money in homelessness. You know what I mean? In, 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 in unhomedness, if, if that's okay with Rich, I'm going to double check with him that I said that correctly. But I've mentioned on the past too, that like, you know, it's not like if you have an illness where it's like, here, we can subsidize these drugs and that will help. It's like, when it comes to like homelessness and stuff, you're talking about psychologists and sociologists and, you know, medications and housing. And it's like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to help one person. And I don't know where that money would come from. Like, there's not a lot of people who are like, yeah, I want to help the homeless. I want to spend like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know how many people would have to donate like a few hundred dollars every month to be able to pay for all of the professionals to get one person? And it's like, we're talking constant check. It's not like once a month you meet with somebody. These are people who need to kind of have constant supervision for a while to make sure that they're taking their meds, that they're showing up for whatever, you know, work that they're trying to get, that they are keeping whatever housing they've been assigned proper. Like it sucks. It's, it's a lot of money to essentially to fix a human being. And my hope is that the, the, the correct way to solve this is to identify mental illness and stuff in kids younger watching uh, love on the spectrum like you, you learn that like you know apparently it's harder to diagnose autism in females than it is in men because women are already bad shit no <laughs> no what i mean is is like it's just it's things like that but it's like but if you can identify that someone has like a learning dif difficulty or learning disability or a whatever it's called rich if you could send an email to one man podcast or contact at one man podcast every single week letting me know the terminology that i've messed up i'm busting rich's balls hard on this stuff right now but like every time i say he's like you're not supposed to say that you're supposed to say i'm like okay all right you just calm down go have a fucking granola bar you know that's that's fair trade organic locally sourced farm to table granola bar i tease i tease rich because he's so soft-spoken i say he sounds like a vegan but he's like, what? I thought you meant when, like when I was doing the voice. I'm like, that's the same voice. That's your voice. But hey, if we ever start a podcast, you guys will get an opportunity to, to hear it and you decide for yourselves. Rich the vegan, Josh the asshole, however we want to put it together, <laughs> we'll do it. But I don't know. I'd love to see that stuff diagnosed in, in kids and like get them the help that they need, you know when they're still covered by, you know, the system, like, again, I don't know how it works for the States. I don't know if kids get coverage, you know, up until a certain age or it has to be under their parents' insurance. But the point is, is that like, if you can address issues when they're new, then maybe people don't end up just, you know, laying on the side of the, the, the street in the gutter. I don't think I'd love to be wrong. And so far society isn't proving me wrong, but I'd love to, to, for it to be wrong. But part of me almost feels like it's like, all the, the existing homeless and stuff, it's almost like they're fucked. It's like the people who didn't get the polio vaccine, you know, it's like, oh, I got polio before the vaccine. It's like, well, shit. So it's like, now that we have a vaccine, you know, maybe we can make sure that nobody gets polio ever again. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, well, there's, the, there's going to be people that have it. And it's just, there was nothing we could do about it, you know, beforehand. Not, not that there's nothing, there's nothing we did do about it, whatever it is, but it would be nice to see steps taken to make sure that people don't get too far gone. And, and sadly, I think that's kind of what the homeless problem is, is that there's people just too far gone. There's some people like, like, I, I think it's safe to say, or at least it's reasonable to say that gone are the days of the, you know, get a job, you bum. Like, it's not that these people don't want to work. I'm not saying that they necessarily do, 
but it's not that these these people yeah sorry i'm thinking about like the real dark thought i had yesterday i went to pick up some stuff in a dollarama and there was a guy hiding sitting behind a pillar so you couldn't see him when you were walking up to the store that store had two pillars out front either side of the door and he was sitting behind it. So as soon as you get within like five feet of the door, all of a sudden you can see him. He's like, Hey, how's it going? Good morning. I'm like, Hey, and he's like, yeah, can I have some money for food or whatever? I'm really, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I don't have any. And I didn't, I don't carry cash, but I'm, I'm walking around inside and I'm thinking like, it's a fucking dollar store. I can buy him like a, like a bag of chips and something to drink. Here was the dark thought that I had. And again, I apologize if you've never listened to me before, if this is somehow your first episode, I, I haven't built the tenure with you to understand that I'm a bleeding heart and I want everybody to win, but I'm also a realist. So the thought that I was having, and I'm not proud of this thought, but it was like, I thought it was a reasonable question for me to be asking at the time is like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I want to get the guy something to eat or whatever. And I'm just like, you know, he's just trying to eat. So I'm just trying to feed him right? Just try to keep this guy alive. But the, the thought that I think is a bit dark that I had that is like, like, but why? And not like, why do the kind thing? But I'm like, if you have somebody, and I think this is maybe how society feels about them without putting in the empathy aspect, but it's like, like, but why are we trying to keep them alive? Like, yeah, you got to eat. Like, it's like the, the pure empathy kindness. Absolutely. But it's like, why am I trying to keep myself alive? You know what I mean? I have, I have, passions and things that I want to do. I have people I care about that I want to be able to help. I have myself that I, I I'm, I'm seeing improvements in my health and I'd like to be able to see it through. I'd like to be around to see it through and, and, and keep going. I have, you know, art and passions and, and, you know, creative things that I want to do. Like I have goals. So like, that's why I'm, and I guess part of me is just like, like, you know, do we want to feed all the, uh, like, I hope, I hope that my intentions are clear. It's like, I want to, I want to feed every squirrel. I see if I see see an animal that's hungry, I want to feed it. But I'm like, but, but why do we need more squirrels? Do we need more seagulls? Do we need more, you know, like, like if the goal is for you to just be here so that you can get hit by a car or something like that, you know, like that's not your purpose, but see dead animals all the time because we intrude and our, our, you know, vanity and things like that are the reasons that they get, you know, hit by a car. Why? Because we need to be going that fast. Not necessarily, but something dies because we're going so fast that it just doesn't know any better. Whatever. I'm, I'm going way off here. Let's talk about them dancing around in front of a DJ booth, the Rito center. But I don't know. I'm, I'm becoming very, very inundated with, with, with homeless as of late and a lot of the programs that I'm doing. And I'm not like, go to motor here. Like that's not my attitude. My attitude is like, I guess I see that like the buying a sandwich or something like that, I see it as like putting a, a bandaid on the, the problem, but not really doing anything about it, you know, like buy you one more day, right? It's, it's like the pharmaceutical company, you know, the money's not in the cure, it's in the treatment. So I don't know. I'm like, what's the cure to homelessness? And I feel like it's like getting it when it's young, but once it's there, like, is there anything we can do? It's a, it's a sad thing. I was like my, I was, I was wholeheartedly like, I'm going to go buy this guy, you know, a sandwich or whatever and a drink until, you know, that thought crossed my head. I'm like, just, but why, you know, I, I, kindness and empathy a thousand percent, but I don't know. It just, it just, that's, I don't know. That's how my brain works sometimes. It's just like, what's the end goal to that, that though, you know what I mean? Like if everyone does that for this guy once a day or twice a day, he'll eat, he'll eat, he'll have food, he'll stay alive. And it's like, but to what end? I don't know. Like, and you can't just go up and say, Hey man, like, what's your plan? 
because then they're going to, you know, there's a million people. I almost feel and, and watch me get in shit for the comparison, but it's like, I have LGBTQ friends who like when someone's like, so you're saying that you're this, that or whatever. And then people just like attack them. So it's like, so they're used to when they get asked a question, it's not about, Hey, like, how can I help? Or how can I educate myself to, to be an ally? It's usually like, I'm going to ask these questions to start a discussion where I can throw shit in their face. And I would imagine that in that vein, someone's like, Hey man, what's your plan? Like, what do you, what do you plan on doing? Like it could equally come across as like, so like, what the fuck I'm going to give you money. And, like, and then what? Like, you know, it's like being in a relationship, you know, you asked me to do something and then what did I, Oh, for fuck's sakes, that made more sense in my head when I was first thinking about it. But you know what I'm saying? Like you got these things where you're like, <laughs> you're asked something you're like, so you're not, I was thinking like, Hey honey, can you do that? Like, okay, no, well, I got this thing. I'm, I'm really tired and I can't like, and you're like, ugh. So you're not going to help me. You're just going to give me a big long story. I don't want to hear about and not help me. And I think that's what what a lot of these other situations are. It's like, you're asking me a question about it. Like, are you here to help? Like, are you, are you asking me because you want to help and you want to be a part of the solution? And there's like, there's, there's a reason for me or, you know, and like I said, in the case of people who are on the street and mentally ill, like, I don't even know if they can understand, you know, it's like asking the pigeon, what's your plan, man? I'm going to feed you now, but what's your plan? You know, just trying to just, just being present, man. Just trying to live right now. You know, turns out that the right answer is that they're, they're better than us because they're living in the now. Hey, I'm just trying to live today. You know, tomorrow's tomorrow will cross tomorrow's bridge. Okay. I assure you, not every subject I talk about this week will go that fucking dark. But my point is, if you play music, they will come and they will dance. If you give them balloons, they will wave them in your face and think they're being cute. One guy saw him like he was up on top of a game of balloon and he goes up and he's like, he's holding the balloon on the second level. Cause we're in the sort of like a, you know, big wide open atrium where you can see from the, the, you know, the third floor all the way down to the first floor. We're down on the first floor. The guy goes up the escalator, stands above someone. And he's like holding this balloon overhead and then he drops it on somebody. Like it floated down, but it was like, Hey dude, like, you know, I looked at him, I waited for him. I'm like, you know, don't, don't do that. You know, you're, you're just being a pain in the butt. Like we're not, you're going to ruin it for other people, you know? Anyways, I just remember thinking like, I kept saying like, it's great that we have music and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, setting off a car alarm in the walking dead, you know, <gasps> the walkers are coming. <sighs> oh yeah. We're on a roll. 22 minutes, me and my fucking preachy soapbox. Sorry, gang. I'm booking a show in Collingwood. I chatted with a big shout out to Tyler in Collingwood. He's sort of helping me out with booking the the event and letting me know like kind of like what what their stage is like what the constituency of the town the demographic is kind of how shows go what good prices are so i appreciate it. he spent a lot of time with me on the phone the other day huge shout out to tyler thank you so much for that and i need to get to to work on a few other little things but i am excited to say that we do have a wonderful host. His name is Mark Edwards. Mark is apparently very popular on TikTok and he has some really funny videos. One of my favorite little sort of video things he's doing is he does this thing called like what every guy with a podcast and the guy's like, can I blow your mind right now? And it's like, they sound like they're talking about conspiracies and stuff, but they're like such stupid, exaggerated conspiracies that like, it's not really a thing, but it's funny to, it's funny to listen to how he's written it and how he's structured it. But Mark Edwards is going to host it. And Mark is actually the one who got me the information regarding this theater and was mentioning it. I was like, oh, that sounds great. And so, so Mark's going to host the, the show. And I have already confirmed with Kyle Brownrig, my buddy who just had an episode come out recently to come and be one of the, the spots on the show. It's actually a, 
a brand that I've done a few times in Ottawa, but would like to take on the road called Hilarious Bastards. And it's it's done a little bit in the UK style where there, instead of having, you know, your traditional host opener feature and then headliner, and sometimes we call it the middle for feature, but yeah, the, in the UK, they do like, uh, they do an intermission, which I think is a bit weird because when it comes with comedy, it's kind of like a momentum thing that builds. It's like a flow. So if you break for an intermission, you kind of have to start over again, sort of like re re warm them up. Whereas when they're already warmed up, you don't have to do that. So I don't know what the reasoning is for it. However, I've had some comic friends of mine who've gone over to the UK and they're like, it's a great format for a show because what they'll do is they'll have a host then they'll have a headliner do 20 minutes, another headliner do 20 minutes, do the intermission, come back. The host warms them up headliner for 20 headliner for 20. So you get four different headliners. It could be because they have just a shitload of talent too, but we have lots of talent like that here. So it's kind of like to see a show where you've got. Like, I mean, they do something like that in the, in, in the States, like at the comedy store in Los Angeles, they just have like monster act after monster act after monster act. And I don't know how rigidly they time them, but you'll post and So you'll see like Bill Burr, then you'll see Joe Rogan, then you'll see Anthony Jeselnik, then you'll see fucking DL Hewley or, or, you know, things like that. And it's the same. I think it's a similar style in New York at like the comedy cellar and stuff where, you know, have like four or five acts and it's all great comics. I don't know how much time they do, but I don't know if it's 20. Anyways, we don't do that in Canada. Like, like there's nowhere you go where you're like, Hey, this show is just going to be 20 minute headliners. Like you'll see good open mic shows where you're going to get a headliner. Who's going to come in and do like a six, seven minute spot. But that's like them working on new material and stuff versus, you know, if you go to the comedy store or something like that, where someone's doing 20 minutes, they're doing like, they're doing their good stuff. Like they're there to entertain you. So a 20 minute spot is awesome for a comic because when you've got, you know, hours of material, you can pick just a fucking killer 20 minutes, absolutely destroy and then say goodnight. And all it looks like is like, you're the funniest fucking person in the world. So hilarious bastards embraces the the multiple headliner on a show element and so you know asking a comic hey man you want to do 20 minutes for a few hundred bucks you know a lot of them are like yeah sure if i'm free and whatever so that's the brand that i'm looking to bring to collingwood hilarious bastards show i've got mark locked down to host i will be doing one of the headline spots kyle will be doing the other and i'm reaching out to a few friends of mine i have to get that finished so i can lock it down and then share all that great info with you guys but for now it seems as if it, it seems as if we're we're a go. It looks like we might be doing it in April, which gives us a little too, little over two months to promote it. But the second date that we were looking at was June first. I just have a festival schedule right here next to me of a bunch of things that someone would like me to do, and so uh, you know what, June first is the only week that doesn't have a thing. So maybe June first would work. It gives us more time to promote it, more time to hype it up, more time to get some sponsorship and things like that. So. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Well, that was a, that was a good thing. I should have looked at that before, uh, sitting right in front of the fucking microphone doing it. That's how my life works, guys. I'm like, let me just double, double check now that I'm thinking of it. And that's what this podcast is really. It's just an opportunity for me to jog my memory of all the things that I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> and then, uh, you know, workshopping it and, and, and therapy, therapy, therapeutically dealing with it in the moment. So I am excited about that show. I'm excited to be booking a stand-up show because, you know, it's, it's going to get me back out there. It's going to get me in new markets. It's going to get the podcast stuff flowing a little bit better. So I'm excited about, about that. I'm excited to have Mark, who's a new comic I met while I was in Toronto. I'm excited to be doing it, you know, 
working a gig with him. I'm excited to be working with Kyle for the first time in God knows how long. I'm just excited about that. I'm going to do another shout out this weekend. Uh, I did a, a gig for Tim Hortons. It is Winterlude here in Ottawa, and it's a, a February festival where we just have all sorts of ice sculptures and things like that going on. And I am working an activation for Tim Hortons in a truck on Spark Street, handing away free Tim Hortons coffee and free Tim Hortons hot chocolate. It's just a nice thing for families to be able to come by and get a nice little, uh, you know, something to keep you warm on a cold day. The the group that I'm working with are people that I've worked with before, shy of the, the the guy, the lead right now from the company who's JP. So shout out to JP for coming in, teaching us how to do everything on the truck and, and getting us all set, as well as Miles, who's kind of going to be our day-to-day contact about stuff that we need, assets, stuff like that. And then finally, Jason, who's the other supervisor, he'll be running out the rest of the month with us. Month? Register the month there. Rest of the month. And then, of course, a shout out to my three colleagues who are working every single week with me, Sanjay, Sarah, and Rania. Big shout out to them. We've got, it seems like we have a, a little bit of a system going, so getting things done is pretty good. I do have, there is another team that's doing it as well, because there's another Tim Hortons truck at a different Winterlude location. And that's on the Gatineau side. My friend Steph is kind of, I guess, helming the team there. We're all, we're all equals. And I've been saying that again to my team here. I'm like, hey, listen, guys, we're all equals, but just if you're cool with me facilitating something or whatever, then we just go from there, which has been great. So shout out to Steph and whoever her team is over on the, the, the Gatineau side. I hope that they're staying warm and, and doing well. I'm enjoying being in the city and not having to find parking on the street. We did it before, like last year we were there and it was like, the health Canada had shut down the event for the day because it was too cold yet. We stayed like ours, our booth, our shack, it was not in a truck. Our shack was, was, was like, Hey, you guys do it anyways. And if people show up, you can give them, I'm like, this is insanity. It was, it was really bad. I actually, when I was asked to do this event, I said, if it's in a shack again, I'm not interested. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. We couldn't feel our fingers and things were bad. I, I don't think I've recorded that episode. So I'll, I'll leave that kind of stuff for, for that week's thing. But it was, it was rough. So I'm glad we're doing it here. I did, did have a bad experience. One of the days they taught us how to use the machines. Everything's very automated. So it's pretty straightforward with what we're doing. There's a few tasks that are less than ideal, but again, like, like, like we've been given all the support, we've been given all the encouragement and all of the slack to, to do our job the way, you know, we see fit as best. And I appreciate that when a boss is willing to do that, but not loving there's, there's uh, the machines, the way they work is as soon as you hit a brew button, there's this little pin that fires out behind the filter, like the little slide in filter thing, brew filter so that you can't pull it out. So if it's brewing, you can't just pull the fucking thing out and get hot water everywhere. Well, one of the machines, the brew lock pin is, is broken, broken or non-existent or whatever. It doesn't, doesn't block it. So I haven't had an issue because most of the time we were, we were pretty far ahead, but at one point we got busy and we needed, we needed machines. And uh, when we make the hot chocolate, we just use the hot water. So we kind of run a, run an empty filter and just, just collect a carafe of, of hot water to make the, the hot chocolate. Well, we're constantly checking to see, you know, like, Hey, can I, can I put your thing in here? And then you pull the coffee filter out to see, okay, is there a coffee filter? Cause I can't run coffee through it. So, you know, and like I said, if you pull on it and it's locked, you can't, you can't open it. Well, at one point, one of the things was still brewing and I pulled pulled the filter out and the filter was full of water. So the machine did not protect me. It did not lock it. It did not, it did not prevent anything. I pulled the, the coffee for the coffee filter was full of water and coffee grounds. Obviously they float and 
the water flew immediately outside of the filter all over my hand and my arm. Now I was wearing a thermal shirt that I have that has little thumb holes in it. So you can, you know, prevent it from sliding up by just sticking your finger through the, the hole. I think it's for gloves or something like that. So that, you know, if you're putting gloves on and stuff like that, that your, your gloves will cover the wrist and you're still staying hot. Whatever point is, is that I pulled the filter and the hot water flew out all over my hand and arm. And because because I had that thumb hole on the hot boiling water was now being like, it's absorbed immediately into the shirt and was now being held against my skin. I couldn't get it off because of that thumb hole, keeping it on in place. And every time I went to grab it, there was coffee grounds, like, like hot, muddy coffee grounds on me. Every time I tried to grab the shirt, my hand would slip off because the grinds would just, just basically go with my hand. They wouldn't, wouldn't let me grip anything. So it was a good 10, 15 seconds before I was able to get my hand out of the scalding, thing. So right where your, your index and your thumb, you know, right in the middle of that fleshy part, you know, right where the thumb hole would go, that's all red and burnt. It was, it was like, it wasn't so bad that I couldn't function the first few minutes afterwards, but as it started to like swell and blister and stuff, we did have a first aid kit in the truck, but it didn't have any kind of creams or anything like that to do with burns. So I'm going to bring some stuff next week just in case that happens again. But I immediately warned all my team members, guys, there's no, there's no safety lock on this thing. So make sure it is done brewing before you check on it, or you could end up very badly burned. And I'll make sure that there's like some aloe or whatever. I went into a coffee shop down the street and they had like a sanitizer cream that had a little bit of aloe. So it wasn't ideal. A lot of sanitizers will dry your hand out. It won't, won't add moisture. But luckily my pals at Lush back at Rideau Center, when I was walking home, they were like, oh, let me get you some, some cream or whatever. You can put that on and it's going to, it should, should moisturize and, and try to help out. So not as bad as I could be. It still like hurts, but, but, a you know, a real bad boiling water burn should be worse off than it is right now. Just, you know, three days later. So very grateful that I'm not in a worse, worse spot for that. But that was the, that was the shitty part of uh, the activation because everything else kind of went well. It was nowhere near as bad as it was the previous year where, you know, you couldn't do milk and cream or anything like that. Cause everything was just so frozen. I, I had a decent time. I'm looking forward to, I'll be doing that again this weekend and looking forward to, to doing it. You know, I do have, you know, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a shout out to some comics. I worked last night. I'm recording this on Tuesday. I worked last night at Absolute Comedy. We were doing, I guess, a staff party for the Irish village of pubs. There's a lot of different Irish pubs in Ottawa, but they seem to be owned by, by, by the Irish village of pubs is the name of the larger company. So we have two, two versions of a pub called the heart and crown. There's one downtown in the market. And then there's one right across the street from absolute comedy. The heart and crown is a great place. Very, very popular staple. Most people who go out know the heart and crown. And then they have another one called the old Dubliner. They have one called the Druid. They've got one called the James street pub. There's a few different ones, but the heart and crown are the two, two big ones. And then of course they had the old Dubliner staff. So it was two heart and crown staff and, and old Dubliner staff. Not every Irish village of pub was there, but night out for them. So I believe it or not was the old guy on the show. This was just for their 20 year old staff members, like the younger ones or staff of all ages that worked there. But this was for like the, the young staff. And so I, I wasn't billed as the old guy on the show. It just happened to be the case. So shout outs to the other comics on that show. We had Aaron power, who was my partner during open mic Mondays, Dylan Parker, who is an employee of the heart and crown, which is why he's doing the show. And, uh, and we just worked together in Toronto. So it was good to see Dylan again, a heart and crown staff member as well, who I believe is a manager, but he has recently just in the last you know year started stand up comedy and done some open mics a guy named Colton Crawford. He did a, a very good 
good job last night. However, and I meant to tell him afterwards. So just in case anyone ever hears this and, and gets it back to him is he was supposed to do like seven minutes. And uh, instead, I think he did like 12 or 13, which is like one of the only two rules of stand-up comedy. One, do not steal jokes. Two, don't go over your time. And he didn't steal any jokes that I'm aware of, but but he did go long because he was having a good time. And I guess he was in front of his peers or whatever. And like, we're not going to eat his lunch over it, but it's still one of those, like if you're doing seven minutes and you do 12, you know, you did almost double your time and that time's going to come from somewhere, right? So, you know, if, if, if they're strict about 90 minute show, somebody else is, is losing their, their, their time, but still did very well. He was a very, very nice, cordial, you know, fella. So it was great sharing the stage with him. And then of course, a big shout out to the, the guy who headlined the show, Andrew Packer. Andrew Packer is very prominent on social media and everything like that. He works very hard. He films every single set, you know, brings brings audio mics onto the stage to record the audience's laughter. He sets up his camera in the back. He wears a lavalier mic so that everything he says is recorded properly. So just, he just works very, very hard at his craft and he's doing very well these days. So, you know, big, big shout outs to Andrew for, for, you know, having a, a good show. He did a great job with them. Aaron's a younger guy. Dylan's a younger guy. I believe they're both in their twenties. Colton could be late twenties, early thirties. And I think Andrew's 30 like just 30. So definitely Johnny 41 year old me was there, but I had a, I had a good time. Like I went out and I just immediately started making fun of them, roasting them. You know, when they're at a staff party, there's always making fun. There's, 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 a, it's a, there's a restaurant, it's a pub. So you know that there's gonna be like back of house kitchen guys. There's gonna be the servers, gonna be the barbacks. There's gonna be the, the bus boys, the, the bartenders who think that they're the, the king of the, 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 the place, you know, ah, slurping my lattes. You know, I don't even slurp that much, but now that it's a thing with the podcast and has been for some time, I just feel that anytime I drink something, I have to slurp it just to, just to keep up appearances. But it was fun. There was one chick and I guess I'll, I'll use this to parlay into another thing I'm talking about. I've been watching the Jersey shore family reunions, just like while I'm doing work in front of the computer, I got these two screens now. So one screen I'll put on something to entertain me work on the other one, but been watching the Jersey shows and maybe that's where it came up with this one chick stands up. And at, t- at one point, like uh, this young barback guy is yelling at, like during the show is yelling across the room at her. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. I don't know if it's amicable or not. They're just like yelling back and forth. They're all shit faced before the show even started. And I go, what happened, dude? Why, why are you, why were you and fucking Snooki yelling at each other? And it got like, I'd love to say it got a huge laugh. It got a huge response, but the response was like, ho, 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 ho. Like she, like she would not enjoy being called Snooky, but I'm like, that's eh, what you look like. The way you're dressed, you know, the way you were acting, you looked a little Snooky-ish. So I just thought that was really funny. My ears are really itchy right now. Like I feel it in my throat and I feel it, you know, in my ears. So I'm, I'm definitely having some sort of allergen right now. Maybe there's an allergen in the diffuser that I'm using, but my ears are itchy. I feel like the dog like I'd just be sitting here sticking my foot in my ear, trying to fucking scratch out whatever's bothering me. So I'm allergic to something, something near me right now. I'm allergic to, I think it might be, it's gotta be the diffuser. I've had this coffee a million times before, but I just changed it to a, a new forest one. So maybe there's something in this, in this diffuser that, that I'm allergic to, but I'm cheap. So I'm going to keep running it and I'll just scratch my ears with Q-tips. I might do brain damage. Well, you know, is what it is. I, uh, I'll, I'll finish. I'll just, I, I, I always tell you guys what I'm watching right now. The only thing I'm seeming to be watching is the Jersey shore family reunion. I'm in the second, there's like six seasons of this shit. 
I'm in the second season of it. And honestly, it's just the same shit. They, they fight like, I don't know if anybody even cares. You know, I'm behind. I was behind watching the Jersey shore. I think like the entire thing had run its course by the time I started watching it. But the whole thing was just that Ron and Sam couple just fighting all the time. Like that was it. Like, Oh, we have a couple in the, in the house and everyone's, you know, fighting with each other. And then the two of them fight all the time. Like that's just, it. there's just like some toxic relationship hashtag relatable. But I remember just, just seeing that and going like these guys, I don't even think I finished that series. I watched like a couple few seasons around like these two just keep breaking up and getting back together. Stop. Why, why can't this guy stop cheating on her? Every time they go out, he's like, I'm going to go dance with the girls. Cause you're acting like a mood or whatever it is. So I'm watching the family reunion and the Sammy person didn't, didn't come. So it's like, okay, she's not, she's not coming. She's in a good place. She doesn't want to fight with this guy. And this guy's just doing the same shit with his current girlfriend. You know, she's a fucking crazy, crazy person. He's got, he's got like, ah, you know, I'm going to be a father. I got this girl pregnant. And the whole first season is him going like, I don't want to be with this person. Like I'm going to be a good dad, but I want to be with this person. And, and then the second season I, I've just barely started, but it's like more, more insane horseshit. So I think it's just, you know, with, with everything I have going on in my life right now and all my issues, it's easier to just watch somebody who, who is seemingly doing worse. But I'm like, you know what? That guy still has a lot of fucking money. It's got his health. I mean, listen, he's got someone pregnant and I don't thank Christ, but it's still like, it's still like, yeah, you're going through your shit. I, I, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. And the guy cries all the time. He cries a lot, but whatever. Anyways, I want to go back to Let's see here. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys some, 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 what I, what I deem to be interesting. You know, those, those of you who always reach out and like, Hey man, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. I want, I want you to keep doing well. I, I failed. I deliberately failed a few times this week, but I did it. I did do it deliberately. I gave myself permission because I'm feeling good. So why don't I, why don't I tell you about the good stuff? And then I'll tell you about the bad stuff I did. I went and I got a haircut as one does, and I feel like it looks good. I got my beard done, got my hair done. I feel like I look good. I've lost, I lost weight since my last haircut. So I'm feeling, I'm just feeling myself right now, as the kids say, and not in an arrogant way. I just, I feel like I look better. Not one person at absolute comedy last night was like, Hey, have you lost weight? So I don't really care. I don't really need the recognition, but I am, I'm noticing, which is funny because usually you yourself, you don't notice because you're doing it every day. You see yourself every day, but I, I'm pleased with uh, the results and I, and I feel like I'm going to you know, I feel like keeping like continuing to go. And I've even taken some action this week to, to even promote, you know, better habits. I spoke with some people at good life and I got myself a, a membership. So I'm going to be, I, I bought a gym bag. I packed it all up with the stuff that I need. It's in the car and I'm looking forward to finding, finding time to go to the gym, even if it's not every single day or as many times I'm supposed to, I'm going to find when I have downtime and I'm like, Oh, I'm bored. What should I do? I'm going to force myself to go to the gym and do something good for myself as opposed to like eating garbage and shit like that, which is what a lot of people in my position would do is, is eat fucking garbage and you know, because, Oh, I'm bored. I don't feel good. Whatever the fuck it is. So got myself a gym membership, got my hair cut. I'm like, I'm feeling myself. We're going to do this. I had a doctor's appointment yesterday that I went to my doctor's pretty happy with how my health is going. I've had a list of stuff that I've wanted to chat with him for a while. And I'm like, so, you know, how do we get this going? Nothing really like I have a, a hernia and he's like, well, lose as much weight as you can. And we're going to send you there. So I even said to him, like, should there be number? He's like, right now? No. I looked into you know, some of what the plastic surgeries and stuff would cost if I was to lose the weight and I had extra skin. It's not cheap, but it's not, it's not unattainable. So I'm kind of like, all right, 
my doctor even suggested like if I'm going to get her hernia surgery, he's like, I would get the, the, the extra skin removed and then have the hernia because it's just less for them to deal with when they're, when they're trying to do the, the hernia surgery. So I was like, all right. So just like some, some checking in, you know, got some meds restocked, got some meds changed. I'm not on any like antidepressants or anything like that. I tried them. They didn't really work for me. I didn't, I didn't feel any different. The only thing that happened was that I, I couldn't, couldn't come when I was on them, which just created a new list of things when you're, when you're with someone who's like, you know, insecure. And, you know, if you can't come, they immediately think it's because you're not interested and stuff like that becomes very, very difficult. You're like, well, I'm, I'm not any less depressed or anything, but now I'm constantly putting out fires in my relationship. So that's not fun. But yeah, so I, not on anything like that, but I, you know, blood pressure meds, diabetes medication, acid reflux medication, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So getting that stuff retaken, but I'm, I'm really enjoying the fact that I'm, I'm starting to feel better, really noticing feeling better. And which leads to the, the fucked up shit that I did. I did, I did two bad things this week. One of them was when I did the cannabis event last week, they sent me home with, you know, several bags of, of like sour gummies and and stuff like that like just garbage candy and you know at one night i was i was having like i was having cravings i had some of the the, the meats and stuff that i had that i purchased and she wasn't doing it i tried just you know different kind of snack i tried a different kind of snack and just i'm like okay like at one point i was like i was like okay like i'm, I'm feeling hungry but nothing nothing's nothing scratching that itch i was switching around the different stuff like something's got to work and it just wasn't and I remember just like, I was, I was in bed, I was watching my, 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 my Jersey shore. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to have some of those fucking candies. Like I'm, I'm just going to have, you know, I'm giving myself permission. Like I've been good lately. I haven't fucking cheated. I'm giving myself permission. So I did that. I was like, I'm just going to have one of the, one of the little bags, which would be way more, way more than enough to knock me out of keto. Like no question. But I'm like, I'll just regain keto when I'm done. I'm giving myself permission to like have a cheat. I just did a good month, whatever. I got like a third of the way into the bag and I'm like, this doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste good. And it's not, it's still not like scratching an itch or whatever. So I was like, whatever, I put it away. The next night I'm like, I feel like having maybe one of the other things. So I split the stuff between Crystal, Brooklyn and myself and was like, here, you guys take this and just take it, take it away. And that way I'm stuck with just this one cup of, of candy or whatever. And still, still I'd get a little ways into it. Wasn't big. So a few times this week I, I had the sugar that I shouldn't have had, but the weight was still slightly, you know, this weight was still coming down. Cause I wasn't going crazy during the day. And then the other night I had a conversation with crystal that, that made me feel really shitty. Like there was good stuff and bad stuff, whatever, but it made me feel really, really shitty. And I would, I feel like that's the reason that I that I did this, but I was like, I was hungry. And rather than like going downstairs to make something, I didn't want to be anywhere near her or, or the kids. And so I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to order a pizza. I haven't had a pizza in like over a month. I'm, I'm feeling a little down. I will give myself permission for this cheat. Even though it's like, well, didn't you give yourself permission with the candies? I'm like, yeah, but I never even, I never followed through to the extent that I allowed, like I was going to allow myself. It's, it's just still an excuse, but I'm like, okay, well, the candies weren't doing it, but I'm like, I'm going to have, I'm gonna have some pizza. Well, the deal that like was on the DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever I used 
was was like it was like two large pizzas and you got this huge discount so i was like fuck but i'm gonna with two two large pizzas so i'm like, okay for the next 24 hours i have 24 hours to crush these two pizzas i got like into my th- i was like i was like working on the third slice and i felt like i'd eaten thanksgiving dinner which was great i'm like my stomach shrinking clearly because i could crush half a large and then i would stop myself being like all right that's way more than enough so i was like okay and i i didn't even get through one like over the whole course of the night but I, I did work on it yesterday and over the course of the entire day. And every time I'd make myself like I'd warm up like three slices to be able to eat two, you know, and then just work on it later. So I, I definitely, oh shit, I, I got to give you guys my weigh in. I got to give you my weigh in. So how's the weight loss going? Well, after, you know, pizza and candy this week, I did check with my clothes on. I did check after I had coffee and stuff like that. So it's not as accurate as I'd like, but it was 350, sorry, 359, sorry, three, Jesus Christ, 259. 259. So I'm still in the fifties, but I haven't had an ideal week today. I'm going purely OptiFast, no food today whatsoever and try to get the, the, the ship back on course. But I know I've probably knocked myself out of keto and I probably, you know, ate way more than I should have. So being at 259, I'm not too terribly upset about that. I know I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I even had a, a shot of whiskey last night. I didn't knock it back. I sipped on it, but you know, yesterday was like fucking you know, I think it's the first drink I've had in God knows how long. Don't remember the last drink I had, but it was, it was like, okay, doing the show and making some money this and that and the other, the other. So I, I gave myself permission for yesterday to be a fucking write off cheat day, whatever. And you know, today back on track. So those were the, the, the wins. I felt good getting a haircut. I felt good getting myself cleaned up, felt good getting a gym membership. I felt good going to the doctor and doing some, you know, clean, not cleaning house, but like just doing some, some check-in and stuff like that. And yeah. And then I, and then I ate candies a few times during the week and I had a pizza day. And so like, that's a week where I think like I checked in with you guys a week ago and I was saying I was like 256 or whatever it was. And now I'm checking in at like 259. So again, that's, you know, wearing, wearing more clothes than I normally wear on the scale to whatever, but it's just, it's, it's not going the direction I want. So it's clearly obvious, you know, and I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good when, like when I was eating it. I was just like, I paid for it, so I better eat it. I felt bad because I felt bad for eating the shitty food. And I also felt bad for spending money when, you know, it seems as if I'm getting ready to go into a very tight financial situation. So I just, I did a thing. I also, it, it would appear at the moment that the, that, that I'm going to be keeping the house and they're going to be leaving, which scares me a little bit in the sense that like, if they know they're leaving, they're going to treat the house even worse than they do now which means it'll be my mess to clean up, which sort of sucks. But I did jump on a website the other night called like roomies or whatever. And I, I just posted like kind of thing. I didn't get any pictures in or anything like that because again, the teenagers aren't going to let me go into their room and take pictures. They don't want their shit online. Some people I've mentioned that to on the thing were like, yeah, I totally get it. But if you can take me some pictures of the outside of the house, whatever, I haven't gotten around to it. I do apologize. I was doing errands all day. And why am I apologizing to you guys? I, I, I didn't get to it. I should have, it's on my list of things to do, but I was out running errands all day yesterday. And then I had the show. So, and, and by the time I got home, it was already dark. Like I'm not getting any pictures of the house outside in the dark. And yeah, so that's the thing I need to, to work on. So I was, I was upset with myself for spending the money on pizza when I'm like, I, you know, 40 bucks on a meal, you know, the, the opti fast days are infinitely cheaper than that. So I need to use the stuff that I have. I also made uh, a day where I made the noodles. I had these Momofuku noodles left, like three little packages. And I was like, yeah, one night I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna make the noodles. So they're gone. Like, I'm trying to get rid of all the, the stuff that I have that's not keto. But at the same time, again, finances, I'm not looking to, to throw anything out either. So 
I want to, I want to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you one more thing about, about the pizza thing, but I want to plug a couple things first. Where is that Nespresso thing? I need that to explaining what is happening. Did I tape it somewhere? Ah, oh, damn it. One, one second. I'm going to see if I can find this. All right. All right. I think I found it. Wasn't working as easy. Okay. So there's a few new ways that you guys can support the podcast. So I'd like to be able to share those with you guys now. Sorry, it took me a hot minute to be able to find how to get things going. So if you are interested in a Nespresso coffee machine, whether it's the virtual line or the original line, if you are to go to the Nespresso website, so there is a link in the show notes now where you can click on it. It'll say, you know, if you want to support the podcast, you can do this, that, or the other. By If you buy your Nespresso machine, please use the code that's right there in the description. Uh, you can click on the link and it's supposed to take you to the Nespresso website, but when I was doing it, it wasn't doing the code. So it does say that you have to put the code in during checkout, but it's right there in the notes right there. If you copy that in, what you'll get is you get $70 off any regular priced machine. So whatever machine you decide, you're going to get 70 bucks off. You're also going to get a free capsule dispenser, which is at the value of $35 Canadian. I don't know if my link works for the Nespresso store in the States, but let me know if it does or doesn't. I'll try to get one there too. So the idea is that it'll hold 60 original capsules, this dispenser, it'll, it'll hold 60 original capsules or 30 virtual capsules. It's worth about 35 bucks. And then on top of that, you get five free coffee sleeves as well. A total value of 5870, they're saying. So you're getting probably close to $150 discount when you use my code. But the nice thing too, is that if you guys use that code, they'll actually provide me with $50 worth of coffee. So the, the stuff that I slurp during the episode or, or during my day to keep me going, not only are you getting something for yourself, but you're actually hooking me up as well too, because you're helping provide coffee. And it's one more thing that I don't have to buy. So super grateful to you guys. If that's something that you want to do. And, and regardless, if you're not interested, that's totally cool too. And then the other one, so that's something that I use all the time. I'm, I drink Nespresso. It's easy peasy. I've got my coffee set up right here in my room. Love it. Love it. I love it. And then the other one that I have is I've actually purchased these meals before and I'm, I'm finishing the month of February. I'm going to be going, you know, we'll see, you know, only time will tell, but essentially I'm going to be doing, what do you call it? The OptiFast again. But at the end of the month, I, I very early March, basically a month from now, I meet with the bariatric doctor again and I discuss with him, you know, how things are going and, and, and whatnot. And when I'm done with him, I'm going to be using factor meals again. And what I really liked about factor is I, I enjoy staying keto. It's very important to me to, to, to be keto Well, we're losing some weight. We're going to see some good results. I'm just going to stick, stick with the course and, and keep going. And what I like about the factor meals, and this is not a pitch guys, this is like literally like, this is the only food program that I've ever been a part of where I'm like, I will pay full price for this because it's just better for me. And it, it, it regulates me easier on the road as well is with factor. You can pick what type of meals that you want. You are not making them. These are fresh meals that are delivered in, in packages for you to your door. You put them in the fridge. When you're ready, you can pull them out. You can throw them in the microwave or you can throw them in the oven. I like doing the oven. They taste better in the oven. They actually taste like a meal that you just made yourself. I am not somebody who drinks drinks. I'm not somebody who, who eats, you know, Michelina's meals or, or fuck. What are some of the other ones that are out there? Just those, like those microwavable dinners, the, the hungry men's. I don't like those. I think they taste gross. So if you're like, oh, Josh, you'll, you'll eat anything. No, I, I really won't. And what's nice about the factor meals is that they have keto ones. They have low carb ones. They have calorie smart ones. They have all sorts of different kinds of meals. They have just regular meals. But I like the, the idea that like I can go in, I can pick, 
you know, keto meals, I know that what I'm eating is going to be keto. Like just for, for example, there's a keto meal here that I'm looking at right now, which is a sun-dried tomato chicken with roasted broccoli. And the meal, this is all the comfort flavors of a home cooked meal, but without any of the fuss, we start with a fire grilled chicken breast seasoned with basil, oregano, and garlic and nestled in a delicate sun-dried tomato cream sauce made with Parmesan and spinach. It's served with rich roasted broccoli, perfect for lapping up every bit of the sauce. And it looks like a great meal, 620 calories. So it's not insanely heavy. I throw it in the oven. It's done. If I'm on the road, I take these, I put them in a cooler. I put them in the fridge in my hotel room. And I throw them in the microwave because there's no stove. So they're great for on the road too. Whereas if I'm on the road, you know, I could end up at a restaurant or fast food or something like that. You know, there's a really cool turkey, chili, and Brussels sprouts one that they have. They've got pork tenderloin. These are just the keto ones that I'm looking at. There's a rosemary pepper pork chop, which looks amazing with green beans and some sauces. There's like this... It's like a pepper pureed sauce for Anyways, these meals were delicious. I have done them before and I stopped because I think I had just either was about to go away for a few more weeks on another gig. And, but I think it was like the, it might've been the Sheeran thing where I was like straight up out of the country. So like, I can't, you know, I'd be a completely different program and, and I wouldn't even know where to get them delivered because every day we were traveling somewhere different. So I canceled it, but I just recently started it back up again and the, the benefit that I have for you guys, there's a link in the, the show notes is if you want to try factor, it's like, uh, there's no risk. You can do it for one week, two weeks. I think I just did it for two weeks. Initially, it's not like HelloFresh where you, you know, you pick how many servings and how many, you know, meals. It's just how many meals you want. You get them, you put them in the fridge, they come fresh. They're not frozen, uh, delivered right to your door. And you can just throw it in the oven and it tastes like a home cooked meal, but it's not it's not insane portions or anything crazy. You're just like, I've been fed. If you're keto like me and, and one of the things like, fuck, what can I eat? That's keto. And do I have to do this? It's easy. It's keto. You, you can wake up and make yourself some eggs in the morning for breakfast. And then at night you just go to the fridge, grab one of these meals, throw it in the oven for 10 minutes and boom, you've been fed. You haven't gone, you haven't gorged. You haven't broken keto. You haven't done anything like that. You're still good to go. I'm, I've got it currently set up so that I start the first week of March when I'm done my OptiFast and I'm going to do it for a while. If I find, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it when I did it guys. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed it. And when I was, when I was doing them in the oven, they tasted even better than in the microwave, but they were still fine in the microwave. And I was eating them in the, the microwave in Niagara Falls when I was there doing a grand opening. So, and they didn't have a microwave in the room actually to go down to the lobby and microwave. But again, they were still good. Like I, I didn't dislike them. They didn't taste gross. Like I said, they're not frozen. These are made by chefs. They're portioned, they're sealed and they're delivered delivered to you. You put them right in the fridge and then, you know, use them by the end of the week. So the promo that I have for you guys is I give you $80, get you, get you 80 bucks off and it throws 20 back at me. So it's the same as if you were doing it with your friends or whatever, but if you guys want to try a system to see what the the value is, the first boxes are always worth it because they're, they're big discount for you guys. So it's worth a shot to see if you want, you know, to have something in the fridge for your kids to grab that they can throw in the microwave, right? Cause the hello fresh stuff. Sure. But if you're not home to cook it and prep it and all that stuff, the kids just end up eating garbage anyways. But if this is just something they could take out of the fridge, throw in the microwave and they've got a good meal, you know? whatever. But the point is, is that you're actually throwing some money my way too. You're saving money and you're throwing money at an account for me, which again is just going to make my life easier. 
being able to do this. So the code is in the show notes. Please feel free to do that. If you're having any issue getting the discount, if it's not working, reach out to me, contact at onemanpodcast.com. I'll make sure that we get it figured out for you. Haven't had any issues so far with anyone not being able to make it work, but it's just, it's a really cool thing. I'm really grateful for anybody who's willing to do that because like I said, coffee and food, it's when I'm doing the shakes only coffee is the only thing that I'm, I'm consuming outside of that. So being able to have a cup of coffee really makes the it makes a life a little bit nicer because it's a, it's, it's a flavor besides chocolate and vanilla shakes that I can sit on, sip on. And it just, it, it staves off the, the cravings for other things. It, it, it has that, you know, muscle memory, that oral fixation of just having something that I can consume, sip on whatever, but it's no calories and coffee. So if you wanted to, if you were thinking about getting an espresso machine, by all means, save a shitload of money for yourself. And I appreciate what they'll knock back my direction. And then same with factor factors going to keep me on keto. It's going to keep me disciplined, keep me from having to go out and buy stuff that, that, you know, is, is a no, no. And I'm super grateful for, for, you know, any, uh, any consideration that way. And soon I haven't received the QR code yet, but soon a uh, good life has offered to, pro- to provide me with a promo code for you guys. So if anybody's just thinking about maybe hitting the gym, but they're not sure I have, uh, I will have a, a promo code by next week. I have to go over to the, the, the gym and talk to them about it. Get that info for you. Sadly, I don't have it ready for today, but it'll give you a free week's membership at good life with zero commitments. All of these things that I'm, I'm telling you guys about like the, the, the coffee machine one, it's, it's no commitment. If you get it and you try it for a month, you don't like it. Like they have a really good return policy and you'll still have put some fucking coffee in my pocket. And at the same time with factor, you can do it for a week, two weeks, whatever, cancel it anytime you want. There's no fees. There's no commitments. You can skip weeks whenever you want, which makes it really nice because that way, you know, Hey, if I, you know, I get, I get some people to get one every two weeks and they just keep the, the, the leftovers in the fridge, right? The ones they didn't use. I've had them, I've had meals, you know, into the second week. They're good. If they're in the fridge, not, nothing's really happened to them. They've it's already pre-cooked, right? All this stuff's pre-cooked. So you're just warming it up. You're not, you're not hurting anything. So good option for you guys. Sort of laid on thick, but I'm just letting you know, Hey, really appreciate it. Cause it made my life good. So I will have food, coffee, and gym discounts for you guys. The good life one is missing this week, but factor and espresso are up. They're live. Go get it. Help yourself. Help me out. Nothing but love to you guys for those, uh, those transactions. And finally, my, my, my guilt thing I was telling you guys about it, but the, 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 come on brain, the pizza was the, the, oh, that's not the pizza guy. That was, that was the totally different guy. I'm like the pizza guy recognized me. No, he didn't. I sold a, a board game to a guy like last month. He's like, I can't pick it up until February. I was like, yeah, whatever. No worries, man. He came to pick it up and he's like, I recognize you. He's like, I know your face. I know your voice, you know? And I was like, yeah, he, I, he goes, do you can't remember what he asked me? It's like I said, most people, it's always something that it's, that's not me. And then I said, do you go to the comedy clubs? Like, yeah. Yeah. You're funny. Oh my God. You're so funny. You know, you're very nice. You're very funny. And I'm like, well, thanks man. I appreciate that. He's like, oh, this is great. Da, da, da. Just, it was just a happy. So that got me thinking that I'm super great. No, it got me thinking, you know, there's all sorts of times where I get recognized that I've never, you know, I, sh- I share with you guys on occasion, but I'm like, I, that sounds like a, a top five list in the making to me. So that's going to throw to this week's top five list, which is the top five times I was recognized as a comedian. And I've, I had to make a list of, of different times or whatever, but, but these were definitely the top five ones that I thought, uh, you know, I get recognized here and there. One of the things that always happens to me is someone recognizes me. They're like, oh, do you work at the auto shop down at like, it's always like, you know, you look at me and then you go, oh, this guy's not got a prestigious gig. So it's always something where it's like, oh, that's, that's this, that, or the other. I was like, okay, all right. I, 
and then I'm like comedian, like, oh yeah, that's what it is. But it's always something like, oh, you're the Burger King manager or whatever. Like, so number five, when I was in Toronto last month, I was in the elevator heading down to the show and this woman's sort of like a little old lady looking at me. And I was like, how are you doing this evening? She's like, I'm very well. Thank you. And then she's like, you're one of the comedians at the comedy club this month. And I was like, oh yeah, did you see the show? She's like, no, but I go on the website every week and I look and I see who's going to be there. And I recognize your face. You're one of the comedians. I said, well, thank you very much. I go, if you have a chance to make it up, please do. And I don't know if she ever came or not, but she was very nice in the elevator. It was, it was just kind of cool for her to go, you're one of the comedians (laughs) on the show this week. And I was like, oh, thank you. So just nice. It was a nice time to get recognized. Number four was during the pandemic, I was at a Harvey's for my American listeners. It's just a burger chain here in Canada, which is, it's also one I don't go to very often. I I did the hometown hockey thing and I ended up with some of the, some of the free burger coupons that uh, we give out. And so I, I almost actually fair to say, I probably go to Harvey's less than once a year, but I had a free, free coupon to get a burger. So I was like, fuck it. I'll get lunch covered. I go in there. I'm wearing a mask. It's the middle of the pandemic. So this is probably 2021 or 2022. And which means that at this point, I probably haven't been on stage for about a year and a half. And my face is covered with a mask. So I'm not being recognized by my face. So I'm in line. I'm, I'm asking, you know, Hey, pickles, lettuce, can I get the ketchup? Like it's, it's like a, the way Harvey's does, it's almost like a subway style in the sense that like, you know, they put your burger down. They're like, okay, what do you want on it? And you pick all the shit that you wanted off of a line kind of thing. So as I'm telling this guy, guy's like, Hey man, you, I you saw you at absolute comedy. You're really funny. And I was like, Oh, thanks man. I go, and you recognized me by just my voice. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I go, well, listen, thank you for taking the time to come over and say hello and everything like that. Because a lot of people don't, but I go, but I just said, I, I really appreciate you that. Thank you so much and, and whatnot. But in my head, I'm going like, fuck this guy. My face is covered. I haven't been on stage in a year and a half. So I must have made enough of an impression that he rec- recognized me just by my voice, you know, cause uh, let's not, let's, let's not fucking, you know, mince words here, a fat guy in a burger joint, dime a dozen. So it's not like, oh, I recognize this fat guy. He's the only fat guy that comes to this yoga salad granola bar. Like, no, it's, it's a fat people congregation spot. So, you know, it's not my shape that he recognized. It's the, it was, I guess my voice or what have you. So I just, I really appreciated that. Number three, the ladies from Sophia aesthetic at the women's show this year. I think I told you guys about that on the podcast. There was these lovely ladies came up like, Hey, I know you. I recognize you. And I was like waiting for the whole, okay, which, which restaurant do you think I work in or whatever? And they're like, you're one of the comedians from absolute comedy. You're really funny. And I was like, oh, and they were like, oh yeah. Like the girls with her. Oh yeah. Da, da, da. They were all lovely ladies from Sophia aesthetics. They're the ones who fucked with my eyebrows. I still have to go and see them about, I don't know, it's rosacea or something. I got a, I, I, they're, or lasering. I got like a, like a couple of tiny little veins in my nose and they're going to laser those out for me. So I have to get, I have to, again, when I'm ready to just throw money away needlessly, but again, like I'm not, I'm not losing any dates because of, you know, my old man knows I'm losing them because I'm a big fat guy, I would assume, or I have a shit personality. It's one of those things, but yeah. So I appreciated those ladies recognizing me from the show exactly what it was. And I was like, well, thank you very much. That was, that was a nice time to not have to explain it or go, where do you think I'm from? Where do I, where do you think? Like we didn't play that game. It was, they just knew. And I appreciated that. Number two, this one was a fun one. This was actually a, uh, a young fella. I, I would imagine probably not even 20. He was in Costco and I was in Costco doing an espresso activation. And this was right as the world was getting ready to shut down. Unbeknownst to us within days, we would all be sent home to be locked down. 
And I'm with my friends, uh, Jad, who I've worked with on many different projects. So Jad's there. I'm with some other people that I've, that I, I think I just met or whatever, but we'd, we'd work together for about a week in the Costco and I'm, you know, Jad knows I'm a comic, but he's never been to any of my shows. And then my other colleagues, it's like, you know, what else do you do? I'm like, well, I'm a comedian. And they're like, oh, okay. Like who knows, right? There's lots of people know friends who are amateurs who've never been paid for a show whatever, ever call themselves comedians. So I'm like, yeah, and, and they're no big deal. So I, we're in Costco. We're just doing our job. And all of a sudden he's like, hey man, you're Josh Williams. And I was like, yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you know me? And he's like, well, I, I you know, it's like, I, I've, I've seen you in Absolute Comedy and I, I listen to your podcast, one man podcast, right? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, yeah, dude, you're so funny. Like, I love listening to your stuff. And I was like, well, that's cool. I'm like, you want to, you want to take a picture or something? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'd love that. And he's like, and then his mom comes over. She's like, yeah, this is a comedian. He's really, really funny. Can I, can you take my picture? Like when I, and, he, and she's like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, he's like, oh, this is great, man. Thanks so much. He's like, I, I wanted to ask, but I was like, no, it's cool, man. I, I don't, I'm very happy to do it. And I really appreciate you coming over and saying hi and all that stuff. And I appreciate you listening to my podcast and everything. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great kid. Great kid. Wish I remembered his name. I asked and I shook his hand and everything, but I just don't remember it. Sadly, you know, the world kind of got busy after that. So, but I just remember like after he left, I turn around, my colleagues are all standing there like, holy shit. And they're like, oh, you like, you like really are a comedian. I go, yeah, I wasn't lying, but it was just, you could just see the dynamic in them all change. So like now all of a sudden they just looked at me a little differently. Like, oh fuck, maybe Josh is somebody haha <laughs> jokes on them. I'm not, but that was just, that was a really cool time that I got recognized and it happened in a very good way in that, like the people around were like, oh, cause they didn't know me at all. Right. So I've got friends that know me and you know, they, when I get recognized, it's kind of like, you know, Hey, oh, absolutely cool. And you're fine. Hey, thank you very much. And then we just go on of our business. But that was like doubters, I guess they doubted it or they weren't, I guess they didn't understand the gravity of like, yeah, I could just, people would just recognize me sometimes. doesn't happen that often, but it is nice when it does. And it's even nicer when it legitimizes my claim to being a comic as a result. And finally, number one time I was recognized as a comic. And this is the reason I picked this as a number one is because I, I took a lesson from it. It, it taught me a little something. So Jesus Christ, an hour and 11 minutes. I really can't talk about nothing. Can't I? I'm in Costco and I'm just, you know, doing my thing, going up and down the aisles. And there was somebody who was crossing the aisles, like, you know, in the opposite way, when you're, instead of you're both going down the aisle at the same time, whatever, it's like the, you just, every aisle you cross against them in the stream, you know, figurating through the entire store. And I remember when I, when I passed the first time, he's wearing like a Leafs hat or a Leafs jersey or something like that, Toronto Maple Leafs. And I just think like, I, I, he was looking at me. Sorry. I was trying to remember. And I was also, there's also ADD with a friend of mine who's jokes about how like, like the plural of leaf is not leaves it's leaves. But anyways, he's passing. And I saw him like, look at me, he's sort of like staring at me, you know, but like, just like a cold stare, you know, one that you may misinterpret as antagonistic, but it, it's like sobbing going down the aisle, just staring at me. And I just, whatever, walk past him the next aisle, a couple hours later, you know, crosses me again and just staring at me. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? My brain going fucking Leafs fans are all assholes or whatever, but there's shitty sports fans of every team, but it was just an easy thing to gravitate to. And then like, you know, a couple more times and I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy staring at? The fuck? I'm not doing anything. I'm looking around at myself. Like, do I have something on me that says like, fuck everybody or something? Like I don't, I just, I just didn't understand why he was staring at me. And then finally I get to the front of the store. I'm getting ready to check out and you know, two or three people ahead of me. 
in the in the line is this guy. He's on the he's got his shit on the belt. He's getting ready to pay, and he looks up at me. He has that fucking look again, and I'm like, I was literally right about to be like, dude, what the fuck, man? You're like really staring at me, like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like super confrontational, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, this has gone beyond, you know, like four or five times now you've just been staring at me. So I'm, I, I swear to you guys, I'm literally, literally two, three seconds from it. Like it's all, I'm already preparing for it. I'm already getting ready to take a deep breath and be like, what the, f-? and right as I'm about to say something, he goes, oh, and points at me, he goes, absolute comedy, dude, you're so fucking funny. Like, I, I think you're fucking hilarious. Blah, blah. And I was like, oh, thanks so much, man. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was in that moment that I obviously, I realized like, oh, like the reason he was staring is he was trying to figure out where he knew me from, but I'm like, but I almost like mouthed off at this guy, you know, not, not super antagonistic, but like, dude, what, why are you fucking staring at me? Like, what, what did I do? Or, or what am I doing? You know? And, and it was just like, oh, absolute comedy. You're really, really funny. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know what? There's probably one or two people, like, I mean, I do know the staff, but realistically of all the customers in the store, this is the only guy who knows who I am and what I do. Doesn't know my name clearly, but knows who I am, what I do. And I was like super close to like, you know, confronting him on something. So I was like, I was like, you know, and if I did, I was like, I would, you know, turn, turn, uh, turn away or turn down or, or ch- change the impression of, of myself to this guy. So the only person who knew what I was doing, I could, I could hurt, change his opinion of me, hurt, uh, hurt it. Okay. Oh, one sec guys. One sec. I gotta answer this text. All right. So yeah, I don't remember where I was at with that, that Leafs fan guy, but he's the only one in the building that probably knew what I did. It just taught me like, you, you don't know who, who may know you, who not. And at all times I, I am my product, right? It's me. So if I have an altercation with somebody in public or whatever, I'm just changing their opinion of me. I, I, it could be a bad look on myself. So rather than, you know, if someone's staring at me, they're staring at me, you know, it's also like an insecurity thing to be upset when someone's staring at you, you know, you don't need to correct it or whatever. If someone acts on you, sure. But if someone's staring at you, who gives a fuck. You know, so I, I put that in the number one spot that, that guy in Costco, because the Leafs fan, not the, the young kid, because it was like, it's a reminder that like, don't cause shit with people. Like, even if the guy didn't, didn't know or whatever, it's like, if I ever did that, maybe someone else there did know who I was and wasn't looking at me or whatever, it just would lower. I'm sure they're lower their opinion of me. That's what I was talking about. Lower, lowering the opinion, changing, whatever. So yeah, those are the top five times that I can think of that I was recognized as a comedian in public and, uh, and what they meant to me. So I was, I was, I was honored that a guy who hadn't seen me on stage in a year and a half was willing to come up and say hi and recognize me just by my voice. It was great. The quote of the week guys is one that I just had, uh, you know, brought, brought up on a conversation with somebody today, which is, we are just talking about how like we're neither one of us is easy to offend, but it, it reminds me of a, a quote that I love, which is offense is not take uh, sorry. Offense is taken, not given because you can't attach offense to something. You can try to be offensive, but it's really the listener's position to decide whether or not they're offended by something. So, I mean, I could try to call my friends names, but they know me, they know I love them. You know, again, intention's important, but really at the end of the day, someone comes up to me and tries to like insult me. I'm only offended if I decided I'm offended. You know, offense cannot be given. You cannot be like, oh, I'm going to give this person offense and they're going to be offended. You can try, but it really is up to them whether or not they decide to be offended. So the quote of the week is offense is taken, not given. And if you're the kind of person who gets offended easily, remember it's your decision whether you're offended or not. 
that's, that's on you. Cool. So plugs guys, I'm going to plug one more time real quick. I got a discount for you guys for factors on factor meals. Check that out in the, the notes, the description. I got discount for you. If you want to get a, an espresso machine with some free shit and free coffee and whatnot. Also there are, I'm trying to, when I was in Toronto, I actually ran out of, of Auphonic time with the big long interviews plus the big long episodes. So I, I purchased a little package of Auphonic credits for myself. It doesn't, doesn't get me much past the regular hours that I have in a month, but I, I want to record all the episodes that are missing and get them out to you guys. So if you want to donate Auphonic credits, you can do it as low as like 10 bucks or whatever. But the idea is it just gives me processing time. Auphonic is the, what I use to clean and scrub the episodes. So, you know, little background noises and things like that get cleaned up. Music's leveled properly. If I'm having conversations with other people, the, the voices are all leveled properly and they've been evolving and growing as, as long as this podcast has been out there. I've been using them since day one. So it's, it's a, it's a nice thing you can do to, to help the podcast out if you want to donate some credits and then just become, you know a bank of time. So if I ever go over what I pay for on a monthly basis, you know, I've got extras to use. And if that somehow you guys just all of a sudden just start exploding with the, the generosity and the donations, maybe I can even skip a few months of, of payments to, uh, to use up what's there. So I'm going to try to convert some more Spotify episodes on Spotify halfway through the run. They just decided that they were no longer going to be posting episodes on their platform if they weren't in MP3. And so I need to convert a bunch of old episodes to MP3 and then post them on the, the platform so that Spotify will add them to their library. So if you are somebody who listens on Spotify, please know that there'll be some, some episodes you can go back. If you see a giant gap, Spotify has two gaps, two gaps for two reasons versus the other ones where it's just like, oh, just those episodes were never recorded. So I'm going to make sure I get those done. YouTube, I'm trying to get the episodes up, but YouTube takes a lot longer. My computer takes longer to process the videos, takes longer to upload them. So it's just, it's a way lengthier process to be able to get all the episodes, the missing episodes up on YouTube and stuff like that. But some people listen there and I'd love to have them. So any of you guys, you know, if you want to reach out to the podcast, contact at onemanpodcast.com. I'd love to, to shoot the shit and read your emails on the air. You know how it works. Coming up this week for me, I'm doing another spot at Absolute Comedy on Wednesday night. So I guess tonight when this episode comes out. I'm doing an event for Metro, a customer appreciation event on Thursday, which I'm looking forward to. I'm back to the Tim Hortons on Spark Street, well, the, the Tim Hortons truck on Spark Street this weekend. And then uh, next week early on, I got an opto- bleh, 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 bleh. I've got an optometrist appointment. So my eyes have been bothering me a little bit lately. Hopefully it's not the diabetes, but I notice myself at times squinting and stuff, even with my glasses on. So I'm going to look and see. It's been a couple of years since I got a prescription. So I think I should take a, take a quick minute to that and see if if I'm ready for uh, for a new prescription or if everything's doing okay. So that's what I got coming up this week. I got different different jobs, different gigs. Looking to have a good time. Going to stick strict with the diet stuff. Hopefully I have a nice nice small number to, to share with you guys next week with the weight loss front. And, and that be that. That's her for now, guys. You know, I, I will not be getting up at the crack of dawn to go down to Rito Street and watch homeless people dance to DJs. That's not a thing I'll have to do this week. So I'm, I'm excited about that. But in the meantime, I appreciate you guys spending your time with me, listening to the podcast, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon.
Sunshine 